Welcome to yet another fucking fantastic episode by Carrie and come on. Well, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Come on. You remember last time you, you did this? This is is this two or three episodes in a row? I have no idea. No, because you've been doing those. I and like you're like a viper non-introing little bites just trying well, to like because trail I just me get along to the point like you already know what i'm gonna say hi i'm carrie and like you already know they already know so let's just get to it hi again i'm carrie your co-host you are <laughs> to my other co-host other co-host we're gonna, are we doing this again? Like, <laughs> there's literally an episode, like two episodes ago, that you did this. <laughs> Liar. Yes, it was like I am. We are. Uh, uh, uh. And that's what I sound like. Yes, that's unfortunate. I know, right? It's kind of like the husband voice. Uh, what were you telling me about the other day that someone stand-up was comedian. the stand-up yeah. comedian that was said that you know after you're married for a certain amount of time, everyone develops the husband voice. Yes. Every so this was particular. In a in a like a cis monogamous relationship, the yeah. wife always develops the husband voice. You hate the husband voice. You've been giving me mockery. shit about the husband voice for like a decade. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I still do it though. <laughs> you still you still do it. <laughs> I still do it. Everyone has a husband. Okay, are y'all ready to hear Casey's husband voice? Are y'all ready? Who are you asking? The, the I'm, audience. I'm the only they're, one in the room. Well, because anyone that's listening right now, they're like, fuck yeah, I want to hear Casey's yeah. voice. And it's like, oh, whatever, Carrie. Yeah, is it? <laughs> that one's it. I'm glad There's... I sound so intelligent. I, when you are with your friends and you are talking about me, it's you only don't good give me, oh, shut the fuck up. You don't give Voice? It's a five star rating every time. Oh, shut up. You don't give me a voice, though. No. Your five star rating can still be like, move Casey. Nope. It's not. <laughs> no. No. So anytime that you're imitating me something to your friends. Yeah. You just do it in your own voice. Yeah. That's weird. Because I don't do it as if I'm you. I do it from the third person. So is that like a girl thing? Like we always try to like imitate our husband. Are you asking me? I don't know. I'm just happy. <laughs> Not now. Is that what we do? If a comedian is like bringing it up that we all have a man voice, then yeah, I would imagine it probably is. All right, so let's get into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about where we've been and where we're going. Yeah. Um, things that we're trying to do right now mm-hmm. is we're we're making a plan, right? Yep. We are making we're a plan. We make a we, lot we, of plans. We want to have an episode that we do on relationship styles. Oh yes. But we yes, want to yes, have yes. this to be something huge. We want to have this to be like a round table. Yeah. Have people from different relationship styles so we want like the cisgender monogamous Mm -hmm. relationship we want the unicorn the single Mm -hmm. polyamorous female we want couple that started out in enm like they didn't even set boundaries we want the fully open couple exactly and and not only the 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 open couple but like we've been open for i want a trans i want like a sexual couple but we just we had this in like this vision of setting one else uh, around, like you said, like this like round table yeah. discussion. Like 10 people, exactly in different stages of their type of relationships. Yes. And the purpose behind this is to show you or our viewers this concept of monogamy is not actually as common as you think. I think so. I think that our vanilla guests need to hear that there are different spices aside from vanilla and let's give you all the different flavors so you can determine if hey nope vanilla's 
for me. Or actually, I want to try that spice over there. That's unique. That's different. That's a great perspective. I want to offer a different one. Let's hear it. It's. I think it's an, it's an attempt to to show people that not everyone is. They are and are not as different as everyone thinks. Yeah. Different relationship styles are very different from each other. They are for a reason. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, the people that engage in these relationships are not so different. Yeah, exactly. And and we're also going to kind of like, well, you don't know that I'm doing this, but we're going to plug a little bit. Field is an app that we to communicate or individuals that are in the same lifestyle as we are. And I love Field because we were able to put our destination or our mm-hmm. location, not yeah. destination, location to Austin. And that's when we decided, hey, let's record this episode in Austin. Let's meet up with all these different people. Yeah, we haven't even revealed and that part yet. I know. Oh, I didn't. Oh, we didn't. You're in Austin. <laughs> Woo, Austin. We're going to try to do this in Austin. Yes. But we were able to like plug Field, utilize and and it has brought us to all individuals that we have met that and and let's face it sometimes when you are looking for people that are in the la- same lifestyle as you you can't necessarily always just look in your community yeah because not all communities are the same as we yeah. as we grow and and for them one of our biggest reasons for choosing austin is because it is a melting pot of relationships and it's drivable <laughs> and yeah it's like right it's within driving distance of us <laughs> yeah. uh but for one of the big reasons being that we've talked to a ton of people that are in so many different relationship styles in the area that mm-hmm. are actually willing to sit down and talk yeah. a lot of places that we go and we talk about this they're so far to one side or they're so, that they don't want to even attempt to to anything else yeah they're closed-minded or we weren't not, open-minded. Yes, and we do. And not even that. There are people on field that like hide their faces. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for people that are like very... Open and wanting to talk about it. Thank you. Very joyful. This is what we do and this is who we are and this is what we're for. And through our searches, we found that Austin was a great place for us to find people. And like I said, you know, being drivable wasn't a, a it's deterrent. Not a con. It's definitely, <laughs> yeah, like, it's definitely it was a pro great. to the entire thing. But so. yeah, so so we're planning an episode coming up very soon. We're going to travel to it. We cannot wait. And we're looking end of like next month. So uh, be on the lookout for this episode. It is probably going to be. I don't know. I, I think it's going oh, to. Uh, what, what are we what are we trying to say here? No, I just I think it's going to to be a very insightful episode. Like, right. Like we are able to go back through and see these episodes that people really connect with. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be one that that our audience oh, really cer- enjoys. Uh, it certainly will. People yeah. are going to want to sit down and listen to these various relationship styles and their experiences. <laughs> so that is what we're doing. So right. we have come Let's talk about what we up. did, which yeah. we recently celebrated uh, recently National Anal Day. Yep. Yep. Want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, I do. Well, I, I do. I do. Yeah. No, actually, let's do that now. Let's do that now. We had planned to talk about someone. Oh, I like this. I, let's do that. So uh, I, <laughs> we have notes that we share. and We're on the different segment of each note. One of us is correct. Is where <laughs> that. Not, and it's not Carrie. It's not me, guys. <laughs> I will admit that. Uh, yeah, so we just made a post recently about National Anal Day. Yes. And we've talked about anal in the past. We have an well, entire episode, but there's just so much when it comes to this. Well, the whole, what's interesting to me is I see these days and it's like National Horny Day, National mm-hmm. Anal Day, National yeah. Blowjob Day, like, Steak National, and Blowjob, Cake yeah. and Cunnilingus, and all these. Yeah. And we're go- we do sit back and we go, who the fuck makes up these days? 
And who determined that that is the day? It's but. just someone puts it out there. Yeah. So I looked a little bit into National Anal Day, and it oh, was it was first established in 2019 through Urban Dictionary. Like someone just made a post entry oh, that said National Anal Day, and it catches on. But that's yeah. the cool thing about it is it's not about it and what day they made it on. It's about what's the public's reaction to it, mm-hmm. and do they adopt it and say fuck and yeah, what's let's the do this? Of it? Do they adopt it and say yeah, let's do this, or do they go ah, that's stupid? And apparently with the National Anal Day, they everyone hopped on board and said, yeah, let's do this. So what we want to talk about yep. for a little bit is National <laughs> Anal Day, what it means to us and how we want to celebrate that kind of thing. And and really, this is the importance of the steps that you need to take. So if you did see our post. Right. Exactly. That was going to say. Love you so much. for Just being right on fucking read my head. <laughs> But no, preparation. Preparation is is insanely important for any type of anal play. So from personal experiences, if we know that this is something that we want to engage in later on, I will around now uh, maybe put a butt plug in. I don't necessarily start with like my biggest ones. I could start with something like really, really small. But it is really good to kind of like set the tone well there's a question that i came across yeah uh maybe about a week ago that was how long should you plug in and and is there a point where hey you should not have it in for a certain amount of time and general consensus is three hours is probably your around the maximum so not lunchtime so i'm doing it wrong yeah probably not noon to you know midnight noon to midnight (laughs) i mean we go to bed at eight so (laughs) no but no, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I'm sure there is like a specific timeline that yeah. you want to be well, able to do that. Have, but it, the importance of is like knowing how much it helps. Yeah, well, people have worries, right? Am I going mm-hmm. to fuck up the elasticity of my anus? Am I going to hurt myself by doing this? The, the general answer is that no, you, you the muscles that are there um, are, they do a pretty good job and they have your entire life of doing things like holding what's in your intestines in your intestines. So it's, <laughs> Is what it's designed for. That's a constantly constricted muscle right yeah. and it only time that it relaxes, so you can release things from it mm-hmm. so you putting something inside there and keeping it there especially if it's like a small base that's flared of course mm-hmm. you're likely not going to hurt yourself or damage the elasticity from over usage yeah um, because even when i've done that like we have different reasons for keeping in longer from our own play but uh really had issues from it even like the next day it's always been very helpful in the preparation for whatever it is that we intend to do that night. Yeah. So that's a good point for preparation for mm-hmm. something like anal is to put a plug in. Yeah. Start to work on it because it helps to stretch things out a little bit to loosen them up, relax mm-hmm. them. So whenever you are playing, you're not having to go so fucking slow and extremely slow and pressing. Yeah. And because things of pain mm-hmm. and, and dealing with all that. You're able to go, okay, I've kind of moved past that part yeah. and I'm more accepting to what you have to offer. And then most important thing ever when it comes to anal what's that casey lube Lube. that's that's just a no-brainer right there lube spit we've said it again spit is not lube especially for anal sometimes you can get away with spit being lube for your vagina but especially if you're into that kind of thing yes but um for for uh anal play no 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 no, no, you need you need a good lube solid lubricant and whenever we say like use lube it doesn't mean use a drop of lube it means that only once we mean like you keep it Yes. So the biggest reason for this is because the vagina is is naturally lubricating. Yes. You have systems in place that allow for lubrication of the vagina. The anus does not lubricate itself. 
No. It's not designed that way. So you need to add in a lubricant in order to help access it. Mm-hmm. So get something that's good. I mean, of course, they make like silicone based versus water based, and you mm-hmm. can go into a whole if you like. The point there is that works for you mm-hmm. and works well, and then stick with it and use use a good amount. So I am throwing a critical question Let's do at it. you. I am getting better. You are. So why anal? If you can have vaginal sex, why would a girl be drawn to anal? Why would you're asking me why a girl be drawn to anal? Yeah, like what physical attributes would make a female want like yes, let's have anal. I can't answer that question. I own a penis. I'm a male. <laughs> like you're asking me why a girl would want anal? But yeah, what pleasure <laughs> zones do we have? Because like I have come from anal. Why? Just from the stimulation, like well, so at the act, I want to know, like, why is anal pleasurable? Like the anatomy of it for women, because people think that, oh, I'm not going to come from anal. Why would I do this? But you, you will, and you can. I mean, like, you can. Not everybody will. But I do. That's great. You are one person, <laughs> so we call it a case study. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if someone that has never had anal before, what can you say to them right now that would make them be like, oh? I didn't know that. I actually maybe do want to try that. Um, so the reality is, is that you can come from anal. Not mm-hmm. everyone, but mm-hmm. if you are experiencing heavy amounts of, like there's been reports from all over genders, all over sexualities of how good anal can feel. For women, the typical reason that you do feel the pleasure that you feel is because of the proximity to nerve endings in the area. Mm-hmm. So we all have nerves that run, like right, runs down of our spine and then it branches out into hundreds of different branches and some of those go to the vagina to the anus but some of them are shared nerves okay and if you stimulate those nerves it creates sensation Mm -hmm. so by penetrating the anus you actually gain access to some nerves that you might not gain access to otherwise so it all becomes it all comes down to if you start to stimulate them do you feel pleasure or Mm -hmm. do you feel something else that's maybe a negative associated feeling like pain so what you can start to do is experiment on yourself that's always step one before you start diving in with a partner and being like, fuck my ass mm-hmm. or like finger my ass or whatever it's going to be, test it on yourself and do that with fingers, with a toy, with anything that you mm-hmm. might want to use, but start to kind of out around and see if it's a good sensation. So is it the, is it true that like women have a G so in their like rectum or is that not a oh, that's debatable. thing? Like right. that's, at the end of the day, a lot of that is debatable. Isn't the same for guys though? Um, so the is re- can tend to feel because mm-hmm. of the the heavy amount of nerve endings, prostate. Okay. So that's where guys feel pleasure. So, so it's rep- kind of the same thing like you're saying, the nerve endings. It's not necessarily that there's like button, like a right. G button well, inside your... But more along the lines of like men do more have a, have more of a button. And oh. it, is, it is the prostate. So we, we have... Go on. <laughs> Let's hear more, please. <laughs> so if you look at any anatomical model and you start to like go through, you can see where the prostate mm-hmm. this little like small i mean depending on who you are it's going to be differently sized yeah but this small little circular piece that uh surrounds the urethra as you as you go up the urethral canal if you the best way to get to it or the easiest way to access it through the anus okay um roughly a couple inches inside and on the anterior or forward facing wall of the anus you can push and you can feel it mm-hmm. uh for for a lot of men not most men but for a lot of men mm-hmm. whenever that is stimulated it stimulates some of the nerves in the area and it can create pleasure okay so for a man 
whenever or a penis owner that mm-hmm. does have a prostate that's stimulated, it can feel very, very good. In the very fastest way. How can you explain or yes, how can you explain why a woman or why women don't have prostates and men do? No. We're not no. Now you're starting. <laughs> okay, we're not exp- we're not going into how females form versus male form. That's not the purpose of this episode. All right, fine. I'm just saying I was like, I know that women obviously women don't have prostates. I know right. I they understand don't have that. The need I get- because yeah. the- Oh, my God. You're asking me to go into an anatomy lesson and a physiology lesson that we're not going to dive into right now. Fine. What we are going to do is say males have yeah. penis owners, males, mm-hmm. natural born males. State. Yeah. Natural born females do not have a prostate. They don't have the prostate. OK, so technically makes sense for a male to feel more uh, pleasure from anal than maybe a woman could. What? What? Technically. Repeat that again. That a male could more pleasure from anal than a woman could pleasure is subjective that's true there's lots of different but things you have a button pleasure. in your butthole that's like ready for it and we don't have that button <laughs> that's not its purpose <laughs> well but you're trying i like i get it what you want to yes. hear is that all men should have something in their ass <laughs> casey just do it jesus christ casey here's the thing is that full disclosure we've tried we like, have and you are not for it i, I i'm fine like anal massage outside yeah. on the rim that's fine yeah. you want to explore orally that's fine the second that we start going into penetration it's a, not a good feeling it's not for you man for me i'm like this is this not something i'm into did i Which, not use enough lube right maybe i don't know <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe no, i was just <laughs> spitting on it too much but what it no. does bring up um for the for that is that there's mm-hmm. a question that we do tend to get and that we want to clarify really quick and this comes from a lot of males mm-hmm. who have this stigma in their head that if they are to participate in any sort of anal oh, play yeah. on themselves it somehow makes them a homosexual and that's flat out false it's bullshit no yeah, there's nothing outdated dumb now, not dumb but don't think like that that's a, that's that's a very backwards way of yeah. thinking now if you are somebody that enjoys anal penetration from someone of the same sex as you then yes you're gay that that's could be. fine could be queer it's fine <laughs> yeah. it's entirely okay but yeah. if you are a straight male who is i have a, a girlfriend a wife and i enjoy it whenever she penetrates me whether that be with fingers or tongue mm-hmm. or through pegging or something like that no that does not make yeah. And if you the fear, like, let's rest easy. You're a normal fucking human being. <laughs> and you just like pleasure. And, and that's just, okay. You're just exploring pleasure. pleasure. Okay. Yeah. Pleasure doesn't mean sexual identification. It's just pleasure. Oh. So let's see. What other, what other prep things can we say for, for anal? Um, let's talk diet real quick. Yeah. Yeah. We've had that question before. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, if we were looking to engage in anal this evening, how should I do? Maybe don't have a gigantic lunch. Maybe don't have Mexican food for lunch. Yeah, don't go out and eat a burrito. Have a then. salad, like a little Caesar salad with some water. You know, you eat just light. you just want to kind of prep for it, um, because yeah, overeat. So bring up a little bit, even like mental anxiety on what could happen and what Which might. Which can actually generate more pain whenever you're trying. Yeah, because you're not. You're not. Um, so uh, diet is is huge. Uh, there was one thing I was actually going to write in our notes, and it was kind of saying, uh, make sure that you're prep. In the sense of this is what we want to do tonight so we're going to take precautions accordingly yeah we're we're not going to do something that's going to make us too tired we're not going to or whatever the case you just yeah. want to make sure that in that like mental um, state 
to receive and then mm-hmm. also as a partner that's giving you need to be in that mental state to give but giving it in a way that's like because you know when you're going to have sex and then I'm pointing to Casey that like oh I can go in there I'm just going to fuck the shit out of her you're not having anal with me in that mindset you're right. going there's, into mindset there's more of a like cautionary tale whenever yeah, it comes to anal because you can't just go <laughs> in and shove it in her ass like that's that's Please not don't. how that works yeah, if you've ever considered doing that Avoid that at all costs. The constant communication is key to successful. Yeah. And I just mean from the person that would be uh, giving also be in the mindset of that. I'm going to be more gentler today. I'm going to be softer. I'm not going to ram it home. I'm going to unless she's have lube next to the bed. I'm going to do these different things just to kind of set the tone. Unless she's asking for it. Yeah. If she says, fuck it. Then, then do it. Then do it. <laughs> That's one of the Especially things. She is says that, it. Like, yeah. li- like, listen to your partner. If your mm-hmm. partner is saying, no, go full force, yeah. let's do this, then by all means, you now have a green light. But you do want to be weary. And this is coming from a penis hunter perspective mm-hmm. of being like, if we've tried anal, it, you do get that mindset of, I don't want to hurt you. Um, I'm trying to do this like slow enough that you can relax and feel good. Mm-hmm. With like trying to restrain of being like, no, I'd like to go faster, a little but, deeper, but we don't really know how deep we <laughs> yeah. can go. Have you know, yeah. unless that communication is present of being like, no, you're okay. Mm-hmm. So having that kind of, even if it's just periodic of light system, mm-hmm. like yeah. where am I at? Go oh, green light, fucking go for it. Yeah, well, oh, I yellow mean, light, and slow down. Gonna be curious is is it would it be better as a penetrator to to have that constant like that's okay that's okay that's okay yeah like, absolutely would that, would that be that like feels a turn good. on you can go yes yeah to be like working okay. into your dirty talk yeah exactly <laughs> no I love that idea and I think the last time that we really did it in a point that I like I actually came from it was when we were communicating the time see because it because I just feel like like vaginal sex is almost it's it's understood. <laughs> But like anal sex, like there, there's a lot of um, layers that can happen to it. And there's a lot of areas. They just want to make sure that communication is, is set and ready. Yeah. We want to make sure that we can all yeah. have successful anal sex. You don't want to have something unsuccessful. So another one to pay attention to is penis owners. If you're very well endowed, it Ugh, may not be. A, yeah, it may not be a great <laughs> idea to try it unless not your the partner. For you. Yeah. It, you're, unless your partner is just really ready for that kind of thing. We actually had a story yeah. from that. So we had if you if you heard our last episode with, yeah. with the Sylvia Sage, she talked a little bit about uh, about anal sex on set and what mm. that somebody that's very well endowed and how that can affect you for days after the actual event itself. For real. So that was a fun episode. That was it? a really good episode. And if you have not listened to it, go back after you listen to this episode and listen to it. It was one of my favorites that we've done so far. Yeah. Um, it was so cool to have her on and, and just her being a bigger name. Um, that was intimidating. I'll be honest. <laughs> and she's so fucking hot. So that was intimidating. And then she was also just very real. You know, yeah. um, I loved uh, going through and kind of doing like my research and being like, this is who we're talking to and going through Graham and her TikTok and just seeing like how hilarious and, and real she was. Like it, it was refreshing. Yeah, you but made that a point in the episode of being like, you're I, just I, I did. It's, yeah. And I hope that that wasn't like taken as like everyone no. says, but it was just. I've seen a lot of porn stars that when you look at it, you're like, that's a fucking porn star. Got it. Understood her. I, I don't necessarily get that when i go through her stuff i just it's just so relatable and yeah. and so it was a really cool episode it was really nice to talk with her um and we're just gonna throw it out there uh if you're a porn star 
or yeah, that, a, a adult okay. film actress. So that's something we actually are wanting to explore more of. Yes. Uh, adult film stars. Um, mm-hmm. And then even a, to like OnlyFans content creators. For sure. Um, yeah. People that do this kind of thing as, as a source of income, as a career. Mm-hmm. We want to have more conversations with you. Please. Because please. we are, one of the things we are doing is working more to normalize the conversation around sex work. Yes. We want to we want to show yes. people that times have changed. Uh, but one of the things, one of the downsides to some of the older generations, or even the generation we're a part of, mm-hmm. is that things like sex work, sex work are seen as um, a, obje- uh, like highly objectified. As there's no power in it. As mm-hmm. you're being basically trafficked. And while that is true on some level, because that does exist in the world, there's a whole another higher echelon yeah. of the industry in which people are allowed to take their power back yes and and i think she even almost said something very similar and and it is empowering like <coughs> we are fucking women and we are sexy and for that power to give to for that power to be given back take part it of back. The, take it, given back thank you thank <laughs> you actually yes and and that was my favorite part of the episode i mean she literally said that like when she started to to where she is now, it is night and day. And you said it perfectly. We are really trying to separate that out from the concept of sex workers to just being this is what I do and, and to be proud and to not view them in such a negative light because times yeah. have changed. Yes. And and video work now is huge and is popular. Couples are doing video work. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at people that are posting their stuff on Pornhub now and getting like popular or gaining popularity. Like you have a lot of, of amateur couples that are on there that are like, you know, as we just, we film ourselves Mm -hmm. and we make it look great and we post it and we monetize it in some way, shape or form. We have an OnlyFans and we make six figures a month just because we're doing this. And then now, you know, they're learning how the business side of things works and how taxes (laughs) work. (laughs) I've heard so many horror stories. I earned two million dollars. Uh, what do I do? Yeah. So that's been interesting. So Goals. That should you know. that should be like a a financial advisor's commercial. We should have a financial advisor on here just for OnlyFans. So <laughs> if you are a you financial advisor, <laughs> we're gonna tell you how to manage your money if you're a content exactly. creator. Like, come find us, man. We'll help you out. Which actually, that's a, that's a good. I mean, to me, that's like a that would be a great thing to do. Is be like, listen, you know who I help. All you motherfuckers out here who are making millions All of dollars you a year only fans. that are sitting yep. here not realizing you're about to pay out the ass at the end of the year for taxes that you claim on. I yeah, know. I'm going to show you how to monetize that in the best ways possible. How to how to how all to do all of stuff. this is a business, right? <laughs> all of that. I was advertisement. All those outfits. Just put all of that money all into your- advertisement. <laughs> I would be in heaven if all of my outfits could then be tax deductible. New shoes, tax deduction. Tax deductible. I Depending the, on how big the heel was. I wore them if, on that one video. <laughs> if the heel is not six inches or higher, it is not tax That's deductible. That's got to be right. You wore it just one time on camera where you were like but masturbating on camera. Uh-huh. You can write. But you're not able to wear it in normal settings. Uh-huh. I can't wear eight inch heels in normal settings. <laughs> I... This is working. I can't wear that see-through. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, that wouldn't work. So bound to be, There's bound to be something to that. There has to be. Here's what you, you're going to film yourself with a very nice car behind you in one scene. That car is now my work car. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to write that off. 
We can help you out. Your sex right room. Your sex room could be your <coughs> home office. That's where you're going to be creating it's the content. It's your home office. Right. See, we're here to help you. We're here to help learn how to create the content, which is actually what we're going to talk about. I was about to say, why don't we just fucking now, dive, dive in now? That. All right. So we've got another topic we want to discuss. It is the, the topic. This is the big topic. Yeah. So this one is how to make a porno. Yeah. You are very fucking good at knowing how to make a porno. We have content for years. We from have, years. We have, we have currently private. Oh, currently private. Stretching back to like about a decade. Sure. So, yeah. so I keep it all safe. So let me ask you, um, why were you drawn to then video between you and I? Like sexual video between you and I? I think that was more of like, I hadn't done this before, really dove in mm -hmm. to like how to do it. So it was like, you know what? Um, I enjoy receiving head. Mm -hmm. um, I enjoy having sex. How great would it be to go back and watch it later? It's like yeah. a fucking highlight reel. <laughs> <laughs> From like, someone like, I will be honest, all of the stuff that we have made over the years, I don't think I've actually gone back and viewed them. Well, I have. <laughs> <laughs> plenty plenty of times. <laughs> I mean, I have seen some and, and there you've shared some with me and, and whatever, but the importance of making these videos or <laughs> with your partner, like what was, I guess, I mean, I did say like, what was your too, but it was to, to then go back. It's because it's fucking hot. In yeah. my head, in like my head, I'm like, this, this is hot in the mm -hmm. moment. This is sexy. This is amazing. I watch it later. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> sexy and amazing. And then it became like, well, this is okay. Like in the moment, I remember it being mm -hmm. like the visuals were great and the sounds were great. How can I recreate that? Like, what can we do together to mm -hmm. recreate that? So then it became, well, do I shoot it on like my, my phone camera or do I use a different camera? Do we need like a, a, a stand, you know? Yeah. Like like, do I need a tripod <laughs> yeah. to do that? Or So I, I started exploring. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is that as I explored it, there was nothing out there. There's even now, like there's guides on how to, you know, film, mm -hmm. but it's all centered towards other things. I have not found a good guide that's like how to make a porno. Yeah. And I want to make one. Yeah. I want to make like a concise, precise guide that's really good. Here's idea. how you film mm -hmm. you and your partner. And here's how you make it look good. Mm -hmm. So it's still the same principles for filming and editing and all that, but it's geared towards people specifically looking to like how to make a sex tape. Oh. Yeah. Because like, what are some of the most popular sex tapes people have ever seen? Pam and Tommy Lee or fucking uh, Kim Kardashian? Which I've never seen either of those, but They're yeah. They're terrible. <laughs> I've seen both of them. They are fucking terrible. Really? It's shaky cameras and like it, it, people oh. just like it because there was a celebrity yeah. involved with it, right? Yeah. It's they're not like amazing things that are put out there that are well, high. Well, then shit, our videos are way better than theirs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we want to do is we want to help you. So let's talk about kind of how we do mm -hmm. our process. The first thing is probably the mindset, that mental mindset. One yeah. of my biggest pieces of advice, uh, pieces of advice to someone that wants to film mm -hmm. themselves and their partner having sex is to understand that you, you usually with sex, you're in the moment, you're, you're connected, you're, you're doing all this awesome stuff. Whenever you're filming, if you're going to do it from a place where you're like holding the phone or the camera, you kind of have to be in two places at once. Yeah. Connected with your partner 
and also understanding that like, oh, I'm filming something. I need to make sure that the shot is what I want it to be. Mm-hmm. I need to be where I'm at. Um, I can move back and forth between looking at the camera and looking at my partner. And that can kind of take away from it. It can. And that's important to note. Maybe this time that you have sex, because you do have sex and you have all these times mm-hmm. to be connected, maybe it's okay to be a little less connected in this moment. Mm-hmm. Understanding that you're doing something because you're going to go back later and, and use it for to turn yourself on or you and your partner on. Mm-hmm. I mean, or you could pass it to your partner at that point. Be like, yeah. hey, um, I... I said I'm a little too disconnected right now because I'm so focused on making sure that this is right. Why don't you take the camera and it's like, like and pass don't, the camera? Yeah, and but don't do that in the. Let them know pre. Hey, if I hand you the camera or I hand you the phone or whatever, that just means you take over for a second so I can get reconnected to the scene, which would be super fun and playful in a threesome. Oh, uh, yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I can share that a little bit. <laughs> Just passing the camera back. Yeah, all right, just passing right, it around. Now you, now you hold. Now you hold. Now y'all two do this. That would also keep everybody kind of involved to make yeah. everyone feel as if they're all, you know, having a part in it. Because that's one mm-hmm. of the common things we hear, right? Is oh, you don't I take three people to Six Flags. Yeah, yeah, you don't take three people to Six Flags, and then we'll, exactly. it, you know, it's more of a teacup, no, not a I roller love, coaster, right? No, I love that. <laughs> um, but but even yeah, just passing the baton, like passing it over, allowing yourself to get back into it, because like you said. This isn't necessarily for the moment right now. Right, it's, it's more it's along lines for like, like enjoy it, yeah, have fun with it mm-hmm. while you're there. Uh, but it's more for the viewing later to, yeah. for that arousal. So, speaking it, of which, ladies, when they're recording, don't make eye contact with them. You make eye contact with the camera. Let's make very clear. So, if you're going down on him, you don't look into his eyes. Save that shit for another time. <laughs> look into the camera. Look into the camera and just give it like one really big, long, like lick, a little bit of a slap on the tongue. Because slap later, on the tongue, yeah, huh? just like a little. <laughs> because later, when they view that, they're going to laugh, right? Exactly. Oh, shit. It, it just like brings it back full circle because then it almost like puts them in the memory of when it happened. Yeah. And, and then seeing it later back in video. There are things that you can take. We've already said this before. Pornography is an act. It is performance art. Yeah. So if you can create a little bit of performance art in the bedroom while you guys are trying to make it, like pull yourself out of the out of the sex for a second and be like, you know what? For who? This is a future me thing. Yeah. This is a future him thing. Let him see this in the future and I'm going to stare right at that fucking camera and start sucking. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, he's going to be inside me. I'm going to stare right at the camera and make it like look good yeah because again we know that you're, it's being viewed again later on so play with that let that be your your ideation of arousal yeah i do that you shit understand all the time that it's a future thing yeah so there there is you can do whole handheld camera passing it around all that mm-hmm. you can also choose to use a tripod mm-hmm. um which is fine you just need to make sure that the positions that you get into are kind of camera in that, yeah. So, and that's something we talked about with Sylvia, right? Mm-hmm. Is that she was talking about performance art and she was like, you know, sex outside of, or not in front of the camera, like you're not doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, if I'm fucking you from behind, I'm not like putting you at a 45 degree angle, right? Is yeah, correct because, on. Exactly. But yeah. if there is a camera there, maybe choose some positions that mm-hmm. you can get into that are more camera facing where you can see things like penetration mm-hmm. or your partner's face. Or even having it lower to say like um, from behind, right? Like you're fucking me from behind. You have a downward view. You don't have this upward scope. 
Right. You I know? could put the camera underneath exactly. you. Exactly. And giving you as a penetrator a different visual perspective than yes. you normally get to have. Yes. Or we can put the camera in front of your face facing backwards. Mm-hmm. So, I so see you get to see the titties bounce the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. Because you don't get to see my titties <laughs> bounce. Not unless we're in a mirror. True. What you love. People ask me why there are so many mirrors in my bedroom. <laughs> and I'm like, if you don't know, then don't ask. If you don't know, then subscribe <laughs> then to our you podcast. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Leave us that nice review, right? <laughs> yeah. And and so the other point that we're, I was also going to bring up is like set the tone again. We, we kind of said it earlier, but epic, but you're still setting the tone. There's yeah. no difference. But ladies, like pick out what it is you want to wear. I yes. always come up with That's a, a good theme. fucking opportunity to like, I'm going to put some outfits together. Yeah. I'm going to plan this. I, maybe I'm going to put my hair in space buns. Maybe I'm going to have my hair down, but I'm going to put on glasses. Maybe I'm going to have my hair up, but I'm going to do red lipstick. It can be something as minimal as like just changing up what you would normally do in the, like the day to day. And it makes it a lot more playful and a lot more fun. And it also really, really helps you get into that like character because oh, Sure. When you're being filmed, ladies, I mean, I guess maybe guys, this would be advice for you too, but like come up with a character. Who is that character that you're being when you're being recorded? Yeah. It should be someone different. If you enjoy like playing and being fun and flirtatious, have a person that this is who I am when I'm now going to be recorded and they can have specific outfits and they yeah. can have a, spe- a specific vocabulary. And um, if you need more information on that, go check out our episode on role playing because yeah, we'll talk about exactly. more how to create your character and how mm-hmm. to create like how to create your avatar and, and and dive into a little bit more of their characteristics, how to embody that a little and, and then just keep in mind that it's just for fun, guys. It's fun. It's playful. That's, it's, that's like our rule number one whenever it comes to sex <laughs> outside of our three C's uh-huh. is don't take it too seriously. It's for fun. You can laugh. In fact, I will tell you this right now. Some of the sexiest thing that you can do as a partner is be playful. Is not laugh at your partner. Laugh about the situation. Have fun with it and smile, giggle and do these things that create comfort in the mm. By being creating comfort in this scenario, mm-hmm. it opens them up to being more vulnerable about their pleasures, what they want. Well, I mean, to be honest, I remember us earlier on and me being like a little bit more playful. Yeah. And and I remember you made this comment like years ago and we record a lot of head videos. I'm pretty sure Casey has more head videos <laughs> than any other in his phone. Um don't hack my phone. <laughs> like, don't, don't. Literally, all you're going to see is me giving Casey head. Um, but I remember there was a point that your favorite parts in the videos were looking back later on, and I have to do like dumb commentary between, or oh, I do something sure. playful between. But I do remember the beginning, it wasn't necessarily like that. It was kind right. of like, okay, not all this. Yeah. And, adapting this like more playfulness and and then we just recorded all of it instead of like i remember used to pause it yeah you know if i we start talking We're starting or to chatting. Do some of, like we'll stop it and make another exactly. one and we'll yeah we'll splice those together now it's like no fucking leave the camera rolling and yeah have fun and it's just so funny to me because that was something that evolved over time was for you to be like it's it's really funny going through and looking at these videos and some of the like jokes that we made in between were yeah. We're just as a part of it as it was like you actually giving me head because it's a part of not taking yourself so serious. I don't care that I'm on camera. I may pause for a second and make some jokes and like smack his dick around and play or whatever, (laughs) 
you know, but I'm not taking it so serious. And that's the, the point to make is that this is just for fun. This is just for you and him. And if you are actually making your only cool fucking lighting, multiple, multiple cameras well, going back and forth, like there's a way to make it to where you can like have this in home sex tape created and you can have versions of we're that. backing up a second because the most important things to me whenever we're doing this that creates like the atmosphere is mm-hmm. the lighting for sure like that for me is i i have to have that right yeah because if you have when I, once you are exposed to like having good lighting versus not having lighting and you see the difference you're like holy shit this is like night and fucking day mm-hmm. so that's going to be, I'm going to take a second to explain what good lighting looks like yes. whenever you're setting this up. Um, a, understand that whenever you're in a room and you set up your camera, for me, this is personal preference. Wherever my camera's at, I want to have some like soft lighting in the background, like a visible soft lighting. And I don't remember the fucking name for it right now, but it's like whenever it's natural. No, oh. no, not at all. Oh. <laughs> like it's like a natural lighting that exists and like it's like practical lighting okay is what it is so you can take a lamp or you can take whatever you want and put it back behind the person still in view and turn that on uh, there is you can buy for 15 20 bucks at a hardware store um a smart light that connects to your phone to where you yeah. can change the temperature of it you can change the color of it mm-hmm. and it's a super super cheap and effective way to create that like practical light in the back yeah. To where it's just visible in the shot. Do that and I promise you you're already going to see a bit of a difference. Mm-hmm. The next thing that you have to do is you need to have a light that kind of brightens up the person's face. So where you can actually see detail. One of the worst things that I've seen whenever we have tried to film mm-hmm. is that if we have like super like consistent lighting across a per- across oh, you, okay. it's yeah. it becomes all muddled. Yeah. So now to me, I'm like, I want to be able to see things like, you know, lubricant saliva oh, okay so you're saying like yeah. uh, gruel all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff i want to be able to see that kind of thing so we'll usually take um a light from behind where the camera is at and kind of put it like, like 45 focus it yeah on. we'll put it like 45 degrees mm-hmm. to where the camera is actually at yeah and then focus it on the person kind of make a little bit of a wider light mm-hmm. to where you can actually start to see contrast and see different shades of things and you can actually see more of the person and then the back of the background all still remains that kind of like dimmer, mm-hmm. like natural, sexy lighting that you might. be So what about to like natural light? Because we have that like circle chair in, yeah. in our bedroom. We have those like big uh, wicker style circle chairs that I blow you in pretty often. And then we have natural light that comes in from behind. Yes. What is your opinion on natural light then? Do that. OK. Like if you can get that. So we have an unfair advantage there because we have three windows. It's so perfect. That come right in from behind. That they chair. knew what so they were doing when they built that master <laughs> <if> bedroom. <laughs> if it's the middle of the day and yeah. there's natural lighting coming in from outside, just use that. Yeah. That works perfectly. Well, fine. because it actually works perfect, like you're saying, because then the back room is actually a little bit dimmer. Yep. And then the four like the focal point the, is, yeah. is lit. Yeah. Yes. So we try to create that light to see the person that we're engaging with Mm -hmm. and that helps a lot and then of course try to you can always edit like the size of your shot afterwards but very this a personal thing Mm -hmm. it's not very sexy for me to like watch a video of us having sex or you going down on me Mm -hmm. and all i see is like my chest and stomach yeah (laughs) sitting there Mm -hmm. or like such a far away shot that i'm like it's like me yeah 
That's I, fair. I want to. If you don't want to masturbate to just you, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so try to play around with the angles a little bit. Find something that is a good angle. Mm-hmm. You know, mess with it being you know higher above your head and further back, so you can get a good view of your partner versus from the side or from the back. If it's gonna be like you know, say that I'm on top of you and we have the camera behind us, not not from not. But like from our backside to where yeah. you can see like penetration and stuff like that. Just make sure it's a it's an angle that's going to play well with you both and play around and find it. And then yeah. after the fact, you can always crop things. Oh my god! Or just make I notes. Like, this. like, hey, this didn't work. This next time we're going to try this. Yeah. You're going to find what works for you, and also understand like outside lighting plays a huge factor. Yes. So this time of day works really well for this lighting, and this time of day works really well for this lighting. Like just. Keep track of it, and yeah. and you're really able to go through and like make your own pornos, edit them together. Uh, my favorite video editing app is just uh, Cape Cut. I don't know, it's it's on my my phone, but it's a C A P C U T, yeah. and I use that for all editing. Um, and honestly, it works great. And you can even go through and clip out a bunch of different videos and then put them together, like your yeah. own little what do they call it? Uh, uh, what's it called? No, go ahead, please. Uh, <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, shoot some porn with your spouse and send it to us. You know, like <laughs> it's it's fun, guys. Don't take it so serious. That's really the biggest point. Find your lighting. Find your timing. Yeah. Ladies, find it's your outfits. E- it's the easiest thing that you can do. Find some lighting, and then you can just use you can use your phone. Where where did you keep all of these videos of us? Um, I keep these in a, like a private album. So depending on the software that you're using, mm-hmm. if you want to keep them on your own, either download and pay for like a password those, protected. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Like, Or remove them from your phone and put them on like a separate hard drive on your computer. Yeah, just be careful when you do these videos. Um, but, you know, there would be no different to me than us sitting down and at night watching porn together and and playing with each other or instead sitting down and watching our own videos playing together yeah there's lots of ways that you can do it yep but there's there'll be plenty more we have we have people kind of in line that are want to talk with us about this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. i would love to sit down with a videographer who could be like hey listen here's cheap and effective ways yeah and here's things that you can do because one of the hardest things about doing all this is that you are the participant as well as the person behind the camera yeah so you can't exactly be directing yourself Mm -hmm. as it's happening you kind of have to get things set up pre before you start even filming so test it around a little bit and that's one of the reasons why we say be playful is because yeah. if you look over and it's like a forward-facing camera, you're like, well, this looks fucking weird. <laughs> oh, there I <laughs> y'all, am. Y'all can laugh about it and be like, yeah. hey, wait, stop for a second. We need to change the camera around. Yeah. So go out, make your own pornos. And send them to us. I feel like we got that message across. <laughs> and send them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just being an ass. You have so far asked for titty pictures. Yeah. You've asked for plenty of nudes. Uh-huh. And you've, you're now asking for people to send amateur videos to you. Correct. How many have you received from any listeners? None. Exactly. This is bullshit. <laughs> you keep asking. <laughs> ask and one day you shall receive. Uh, you know what? Honestly, it's always a no until you ask. We exactly. know that. Exactly. And I am an asker. I'll, one of these days what? in our email. like I know. I, and you're going to be like, God damn it, up, Carrie. Wait, I'm going to open up. Come with Casey at gmail.com. I'm going to open that up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, it's C-U-M. No. <laughs> it's just going to be like clips. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. People are listening. Exactly. So we'll rate them for you. 
We'll let you know. We'll give you tips, advice. We'll send you a gift. <laughs> We're making mugs soon. <laughs> we have things. Mugs, back. t-shirts, koozies. <laughs> anyway, it's all in the works. Anyway, yes. for another episode of Come with Casey, this has been fun. I've actually, <laughs> I've enjoyed this topic. We've had some fun today. Yeah. Go celebrate National Anal Day today. Yes. And uh, we're going to see you next time here at Come with KC. 